Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, party people? It is draft day. Yes, it's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight fire for Thursday, April 29th. Draft day kind of feels like Christmas Day. And we had a big trade, a quasi-big trade on Wednesday ahead of the draft. We'll get to that in a second. I just want to tease our guest. You know him well. He played in the NFL for the Cardinals, Vikings, Rams, defensive back Corey Chavis, smart guy out of Vanderbilt. He started a... Uh, a draftnastymagazine.com where he dives into all the prospects. It's good stuff. I checked it out. And we agree on some stuff. Obviously, it's good to get healthy disagreement. We have some of that. Not to the level of the scout we had last week. There was too much disagreement there. But uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Corey Chavis, real smart, sharp guy. We even, yes, we had to. Mention a 2022 draft guy. It's never too early for the way, 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 way too early mock draft. But I just want to say, 
I personally love the draft. Um, I've been doing mock drafts since I was back at the big lead. I mean, it's people love them. You know, it's easy clicks. It's an easy talking point. And it is fun to look back a year later and say, oh, I nailed 18 out of the 32 first round picks. Or I nailed like 23. Now, uh, it can be difficult, I will admit. I had last year, right after the 2020 draft, I you know I had a list of quarterbacks who were first-round material. And again, it's very difficult a year in advance to project who's going to be good. So why do it? Because it's fun. People like talking about it. Oh, well, the draft next year, who's going to stink? Who's going to be good? Who could... Be a guy that, uh, you know, everybody looks at. Who could be that dude? Who are we going to monitor next year? And, you know, this really gives us a chance to do it. So the quarterback I had last year, and listen, it was way, way, way wrong. His name, Jamie Newman. Now, if you remember, he was a stud at Wake Forest. He goes to transfer to Georgia. Everybody's like, ooh, Georgia, that's spicy. That's big time. Oh, he's going to Georgia. He's going to have a chance. And then he doesn't even win the starting job and decides to opt out. And I was like, ooh, maybe he's not going to be that good. So, you know, you do whiff. I'm looking at the draft. So Trevor Lawrence obviously was a layup. Panay Sewell was a layup. Justin Fields is obvious. Jamar Chase. Um, Trey Lance was in there. Patrick Sertain. Micah Parsons. So there's going to be a bunch of hits. Um, Travis Etienne will be questionable. Rondell Moore could sneak into the first round. Unlikely. Rashad Bateman might. Then you have guys like Xavier Thomas who got COVID and missed like the entire season for Clemson and is staying in school. Um, Jalen Waddell, obviously, in there. Devontae Smith, obviously, in there. So there were some good hits. But what's fascinating is the guy like Gregory Rousseau, who was so good in 2019. And everybody's thinking, oh, this guy's going to blow up. So COVID hits. He opts out. Then he shows up to his pro day and is like out of shape. And Rousseau now is going to tumble. He was top 10 prospect coming into the year, and he's going to now go in the second round. He might even tumble to the third. He's out of, I posted my final mock draft for Fox Sports today, and Russo's not in it. He was in a lot of the mock drafts, and then the chatter's just too big for me to ignore. You know, you're texting people, and they're like, ooh, Russo, yeah, no, no, I don't, I, there's no way. And um, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm enamored with the draft real quick before we get to Corey Chavis. So this Bridgewater deal, we called this on the pod. You knew, Everybody who follows the league knows that Bridgewater was going to end up in Denver. Where it gets interesting, do they still target Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Because all of a sudden, if Denver's out of the mix, right, and we don't think Detroit's taking a quarterback because they have Jared Goff and there's they're going to they have the lowest Vegas win total. They'll be right back here but higher next year and instead of taking like the fourth best quarterback. You know, they'll probably have a chance at number 1 or number 2. And there is there a scenario where Justin Fields tumbles down the board or Trey Lance tumbles to 15? You know, this this 49ers pick. I had some people convincing me in their dinner uh Wednesday night went out to this uh famous uh Beverly Hills spot. And people are trying to convince me that Kyle Pitts is going to San Fran. And I'm like, okay, so the 49ers are going to trade two future ones to move up and take a tight end. When it's clear from the jump that Jimmy Garoppolo is not long for San Fran. I mean, Shanahan's quotes have made it clear. They ask, is Garoppolo going to be on the roster uh, by Sunday? 
And Kyle Shanahan's like, I don't know if the world is going to be in existence on Sunday. Like, he doesn't want to touch it. He doesn't want to commit. And then they you throw this in his face in a couple months. So, like, let's not get silly with Kyle Pitts going three. I think he's a lock for four. But nevertheless, I do still think Denver is in the mix. Now, where it gets interesting is if you have three quarterbacks, you know, one of them's going to be inactive every week. Do you really want Justin Fields to be inactive, not even dressed on the sideline, uh, you know, holding a clipboard for the entire season? Like, at least Patrick Mahomes, when he was uh, the rookie and sitting behind Alex Smith, like, I'm almost certain that he was dressed every week. And, like, in the mix. Like, you're not even dressed. Like, that's another year off. Like, can you imagine if they drafted Trey Lance to Denver? So, Trey Lance played one game in the last, I don't know, 15 months, and then he's not going to dress for a whole nother year? So that'll be like two years of not playing football. And you're going to draft him to be your future quarterback? I, it's, it's just a little surprising. That's why keep an eye on the New England Patriots who have Cam Newton and I don't, we'll see. Um, so anyways, fun interview coming up next with Corey Chavis. And folks, I can't wait for tomorrow's show. The post-draft show is going to be off the charts. Definitely make it appointment listening. For now, though, enjoy Corey Chavis. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Save the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be.
Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy you definitely know from his NFL career. Former defensive back, played for the Cardinals, Vikings, Rams. Now runs a draft website. It's pretty cool. You got to check it out. DraftNastyMagazine.com. Corey Chavis. Corey, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. How are you doing today? I'm Listen, I'm fired up. It's, uh, it's draft week. This is the big time. This is when, like, years of work, and I know you've been pouring over film and all that fun stuff. It all comes to a head uh, with the first round uh, tonight, Thursday, and then tomorrow, uh, second and third, and then, of course, the weekend. It just doesn't stop. Uh, I, I've booked off my family. I told them, yo, this is draft weekend. <laughs> kind of a big deal. I know you feel the same way, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun to kind of – just see what the teams do. I think uh, most teams go into the weekend not really knowing exactly how things are going to play out. And then the teams that force things to, to play out the way they want them to, I think those are the teams that leave the weekend the happiest. Yeah, let me let me start. I always love the story of how, uh, you know, the high-end athletes, you know, you were cheered in high school and college and the pros. And then, you know, your your career ends and what was that trans- transition like for you? Because I'm sure you had tons of offers. Hey, man, do you want to announce games? Do you want to be one of these hot take guys on the TV shows during the day? Do you want to be a draft guy? How do you make that decision to transition from playing career to what you're going to do with the rest of your life? Well, you know, Jace, it's pretty funny because when I played, I actually worked. I, I did the draft on television while I was playing. And so a lot of guys that I would actually evaluate or analyze I played against them. And so they would have little, you know, smart comments to make on whether or not, you know, what I had said about them when I was actually doing it. But I was a broadcast journalism major in school. I did a lot of internships uh, during school. And really, our website is based on our book that we publish and and doing a lot of video editing. And I have interns from around the country. So, you know, it was something that I had planned on when I was in school uh, in terms of just being, you know, journalism and, and mostly writing. And and that's pretty much like kind of how it all started with me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That uh, part of your bio is you were part of the NFL drafts, uh, NFL Network, sorry's first ever coverage of the draft. Yeah, yeah, it was me, Rich Eisen, and Mike Mayock. It was only a three man team. That was the first year they had it in New York. Uh, the year before we had done it, and it was actually uh, in LA, and that was like one of their first years of coverage. 
uh, and it was led by Eric Weinberger back then. He was the the producer with the the network. Mm. But um, really, man, it was it was pretty cool just working with Rich and those guys. Uh, they they were a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we should probably ask, do, do you keep in contact with Mayock? Uh, listen, the, he is the perfect poster child, is he not, for how difficult the draft is. I mean, Mayock was on NFL Network forever, sounds great, knows all the players, gets to the Raiders, and, you know, now you're in the arena making <laughs> the decisions, and it's like, you know, you start to look at it, the the decisions he's made, and, you know, it's a lot tougher than just sitting there on TV or radio or wherever and pontificating because it's difficult. I mean, have you followed closely what Mayock's done with the Raiders? Yeah, I have. I, I, I've been pulling for him, obviously, uh, wanting to see him do well. Uh, I think you're, you've got a lot of different people pulling, you know, against yes. you sometimes, you know what I'm saying, maybe with, with uh, <laughs> the other people in the organization. Uh, so uh, I think it's kind of interesting to see, like, you almost are the face of whatever happens. Uh, whether or not you're the one that's making the final pick or you're kind of it's a conglomerate effort, uh, you still are is your face on it. And and I know that could be probably a little bit aggravating, but uh, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, what he's going to realize is as he continues to be a general manager, is that you're going to be judged by the picks, no matter how uh good or bad they are, and you're going to be judged earlier now. Jason, then let's say yeah. 10, 15 years ago. So after a year now, and that's why you see these quarterbacks, their value continue to rise. You're getting judged right away. You know, so if Henry Ruggs is not great right off the bat, if he's not at least CD Lamb, then why was he the first receiver taken? So you deal with some of that, but you know, for him, you know, he just got a bank on Ruggs and Arnett and those guys getting better in year two. Yeah, and you know, you know, being the face of something, you're really putting yourself out there. You are taking a chance. And a lot of people don't want to be the guy. Now you are, you know, obviously the face of draft nasty. I'm curious, have you had people come up to you and say, Hey man, you whiffed so badly on this guy? It happens. You know, this is this is the job. You analyze players and you could have a right analysis, a perfect breakdown, but the situation doesn't work out simply for other reasons. Like the draft is such an inexact science. How do you handle that? I, I think it's a great point you bring up. Uh, I, I think you kind of have to uh, take things in stride and actually monitor what you get wrong more than what you get right. Mm. As long as you follow that principle. Uh, my uncle played in the league for 13 years and he was a coach. And so I had an opportunity to be a ball boy in the Broncos training camp, even all the way back to the early nineties. And, I, I was trying to tell those guys what they were, you know, coming out of school and they would tell me when I was wrong then. So, you, you know what? I think you have to almost kind of like have some fun with yourself uh, and, and try to get more right than you get wrong in terms of at least being fair to every kid. And that means when you're looking at a kid that may not get drafted, you're putting the same amount of time into that kid as you are any of the top guys that you know will get drafted. I think, you do yourself your best service if you follow that approach. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the cornerbacks in this draft. And it's weird, you know, all we hear about are wide receivers, Corey, for the last couple of months. Oh, the Alabama guys could go in the top 10 and all this stuff. And then you start thinking about it. And I don't know, Corey, I, you know, being at FS1, I'm always bumping into GMs and uh, former GMs and coaches and former. And none of them say wide receiver is the most important position in football. It's like quarterback, left tackle, cornerback, and 
uh, edge rusher. Those are the four important positions. So as we get closer to the draft, I always laugh that like, oh, look, cornerbacks are magically rising. And now we have two, <laughs> two, Corey, that could go in the top 10 with uh, Sertan out of Alabama and Horn out of South Carolina. Absolutely. And I think that uh, what you kind of break down there is exactly how uh, when you get closer, there is an element of like, well, if there, if the league is shifting per se to being more of a, you know, a league that relies uh, on the quarterback uh, that you do have to have some guys to stop them. And I even think that that has transitioned as well to the safety slash nickelback position inside mm. that position has also become extra valuable because if you've got a hybrid guy that can play inside, kind of like what you saw Jalen Ramsey do a little bit at times a year ago by playing a little bit of big nickel. Uh, I think that also can expand uh, some of what you can do defensively, particularly with the tight ends becoming so diverse. Uh, you see that with Pitts uh, in this year's draft from Florida being one of the top 10 guys, I think, that yeah. will get drafted. Where are you on, 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 like if I asked you, Corey, rank for me the top five cornerbacks on your board, if you were drafting and your cornerback, cornerback was a need, how would you rank the top five guys? Um, because I had Caleb Farley uh, at the top until he had this, the back surgery. And I, I, I think you kind of have to push him down now a little bit. Do you not? Right, you do. And and, and you're right on point uh, with, with Farley because you go all the way back to that Florida State game as a freshman we burst onto the national scene with the two interceptions. And you can see the talent in, in that game. Now, he had a couple of whiffs in terms of big missed tackles, one that led to a 90-yard run. Uh, but I think your eye exactly is exactly right in terms of finishing on the ball, wide receiver-type skills, quarterback back in, in high school. Uh, and I think that he's number two. I think Sertan is the safest guy. Uh, okay. Again, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the things that, that Jalen Ramsey did. Well, I think you've seen even uh, Shatan play a little bit inside. The, and I played actually in the senior bowl with his father, and, and he was one of the better corners in the league when I played. Uh, so I, I do think that that makes a difference. Again, I talked about my NFL bloodlines. It certainly will help him and J.C. Horn, who I think is right there with Farley. I think those, those guys are all in kind of in the same pack. Uh, I think Horn got a lot better. He benefited from the game against Seth Williams this year. I mean, that was really his his biggest on-ball production of any game in his career. And he showed everything he could be against big receivers. And I think that's his value. A little bit more explosive maybe than some people thought. And then I think after him, the next two guys, are uh, you can have a – it's a smorgasbord. We have Stoltz from Georgia and then also Ooh. Kelvin Joseph. Uh, from Kentucky, who's probably got a little bit off the field, was at LSU, ended up leaving there after getting kicked out. Uh, but he's probably, if you're talking about just natural cover guys, they're on the top of the list. Uh, but in, in terms of the off the field stuff, that's going to drop him. He could slide all the way to round three, but I'm just talking about on field. Yeah. Now, it's interesting. You didn't mention the kid Newsom out of Northwestern who had a ridiculous pro day. I guess maybe the tape doesn't match the athletic ability. Well, I thought he struggled against Purdue. Uh, I thought David Bell, who's, I think, okay. He's not really Purdue's number one receiver now. He's been one of the best receivers in the Big Ten the last two years and was a four-star recruit. But, you know, a couple of pass interference penalties in that game. I um, had a P.I. actually even in back – I went to go see him play in the Holiday Bowl in 2018, the second quarter on the goal line. Uh, so he does some grabbing. 
a little bit thick, you know what I'm saying, the upper body. I like to see him lean out a little bit more as to how he used to be even when he was a when I saw him early in his career. Uh, but I, I like his upside. I think he's a second-round pick. Now, he might go in the first round. Very smooth. He's under control. Uh, didn't make a lot of plays on the ball. And, again, we talked about the injuries with Farley. Well, you've also got to talk about them with Newsom. I mean, he was in yes. and out quite a bit uh, of games during his career. In fact, he even left the 2020 Big Ten Championship game due to a groin injury. Missed yeah, three games always- in 19 to an undisclosed injury. And he missed eight games with the ankle injury. Uh, his freshman freshman year. Uh, so injuries are a factor in, in terms of his ranking. And, you know, I, I do have to ask about Sertain. And again, this is not, but, you know, people are going to listen and be like, why are you a hater on Sertain? Okay. Obviously his dad, the lineage, I get that. But if you look at the history of Alabama cornerbacks, Corey, um, you know, yes, Marlon Humphrey turned out to be a stud. He's one of the best slot corners in the league. But a lot of other guys from Alabama have been drafted in the first, second round, and they have not panned out at cornerback. And you wonder, Nick Saban always has a stacked team, great defensive linemen. We know the defensive tackles at uh, at Alabama are always loaded. They've had a bunch of linebackers, but I could mention guys, Javier Arenas, uh, Mark Barron, Dre Kirkpatrick, um, one that really hurt as a Jets fan, D. Milner. Oh, my gosh. They, went, they, they took him ninth <laughs> overall. I mean, a colossal bust. And you just look at the names. I jotted a bunch down. And I, I does it worry you at all that Sertain, last year he was opposite Diggs, right? Who, right, who's, right. Who, who went to the second round and was showed well with Dallas. And this year he he was opposite the kid Job, who I think is a pretty good player. And he, I just, hey, I hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with you, man. You you break it out, break it down, guys, for next year's draft. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you, it's funny, uh, not to go off topic, but I went and watched Jamar Chase. The beauty of YouTube, and you know this, Corey, you can go punch in Jamar Chase versus Alabama, and they will have every snap from this past year, uh, from the Joe Burrow game, when Chase had a monster showing. A lot of it was head-to-head against Job, and Job actually did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's off topic. Um, Not really. Alabama <laughs> corner, where are you? Yeah, well, you know what? I like Drake Kirkpatrick when he came out. I think he's probably had an underrated career, had some penalty issues in Cincinnati, but don't some. <laughs> yeah, well, he did. I'm, I'm not going to yeah. – I put that out there first. By the way, talking penalties, you had five penalties from – uh, Sertan in 2019, a couple of offsides mm. calls as well. So he even had one on a fake quick jam attempt against New Mexico State. But I mean, th- th- so I get what you're where you're coming from. I think Diggs, like you said, showed well. And, and I do think that if you've been a starter and you get a second contract like Kirkpatrick, I don't think that we yeah, would consider him a failure necessarily. Now, Milliner, no question. Um, we were wrong on him. We thought he'd be a better player as well. Uh, and it just came down to him not really playing as fast as he tested. With this kid, I think it's about patience. That's the one thing that if I, if I had a big knock on him, I'm a little bit inconsistent in terms of rapping as a tackler, but he's very patient at the line of scrimmage. I think he understands zone or man. I think you want to get him in a scheme, Sertan, that actually does both, and then you get mm-hmm. the most out of him as opposed to just saying we're going to put you on a receiver and, put, and be a smorgasbord of man coverage. Uh, I, I think you get the, the true value of him by allowing him to play in a, mo- a scheme of multiplicity where you do a lot of different coverages, and then I think you'll get the best from him. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, 
and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm assuming you think Sertan is the first defensive player off the board? Well, I don't know about that now. He's not our top-ranked defensive player. Our top-ranked defensive player is Micah Parsons. But Wow. Yeah, but we do like Sertan, you know, mm. pretty good in terms of uh, – you know, he's a. we feel like he's a top 10 pick. Now, let's look at Parsons real quick. And, I, you know, I preface this by uh, I know LeVar Arrington. I work with him, and I know he works a lot with Micah Parsons. And uh, the stuff you hear about teams, oh, yeah, Micah Parsons is a superstar. But um, what about that uh, cafeteria incident in high school where he essentially started a riot? And what about the hazing stuff at Penn State? And I, I, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I don't know. I'm just going off, you know, he, that's part of his history. You know, that's part of his bio. How do you uh, handle, Corey, when you've got some off-the-field stuff 
And like, do you put it in like, oh, this is, a, I'm not drafting him at all, or this is the minor stuff, youth indiscretions. I fully admit I did stupid stuff when I was young. Um, <laughs> but then again, nobody's investing millions in me at the age of 21. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, in terms of when I say I agree, I, I think that those things are things you have to take into consideration, uh, even if you're ranking a guy in terms of the character when it comes to, you know, that would go under our category of football IQ. That doesn't just, simply revolve around your IQ and intelligence on the field. It has to kind of impart, if you're grading that characteristic, some of the off the field stuff. However, I do think that you do want uh, a guy with a little bit of, I don't know, just um, whatever you got in your tank. You know what I'm saying? That linebacker. I don't really want a nice linebacker. So <laughs> I mean, you know, I just don't, I'm sorry. So, and remember it's draft nasty. So we're looking for players with nasty. And so he has a little bit of that. Now, I think that the hazing incident is a little bit more of a concern from a publicity standpoint. And you know this, you come into the locker room, that's the first question on draft night, if you take this guy too high. So I think you know, yeah. I think he will slide a little bit. I mean, maybe it's the middle of the first round. It could all the way be, you know, late first round. I, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, but I think that in terms of just the, the ability and, and what he's capable of becoming – uh, I, I think it can be pretty good. Yeah, I'm not calling him Vontez perfect by any stretch. But, <laughs> you know, he, two two small things that I think teams have to ask themselves. Listen, uh, Corey, this is one of those years where you can't do as much homework. You can't meet the guy and hang out and spend a lot of time with him. You know, anybody can fake the funk in a Zoom interview, right? Right, uh, right. You know, and, and, right. and look the part for a minute. But um, what, let, same let's thing with Mac defense. Jones as well. I mean, you got the same kind of, you know, situation with him as well. So I, okay, I, yeah, I, completely, I completely. Let's talk about Mac. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, and, and I think he's a guy that's matured from his incident, you know, but I think ultimately you have to factor that in, you know what I'm saying, when you have the guy go through what he went through, um, even though if, if you, some people may consider it minor, but I think that you're talking about uh, him being a first-round pick. So I had to kind of weigh that in, you know, the same thing with Parsons as you do with those guys, and I think he ended up pretty, yeah. you know, relatively high as well, Mac Jones. So I think that I think it's the same thing with, with all of these guys when it comes down to any of the off the field concerns. Yeah. I'm not a Mac Jones guy at all. I personally, I don't see it. Uh, and listen, p people who re listen to the podcast regularly know that, oh, man, Jason, you just blast Mac Jones every day. I don't, I, I don't care as much about a DUI when he was so young as I do just the fact that as a football player, Corey, you know, this was the perfect storm for him, right? The SEC was as bad as it's been in years, okay? Given COVID and LSU was a train wreck, Auburn ended up firing their coach. Like The SEC was down. And he had, Mac Jones, had more All-Americans on his offense than the Big Ten and the Big 12 combined. Like, dude, he's dropping back in exclusively clean pockets. He's got two first-round picks at wide receiver, uh, you know, before Waddle got hurt, just dusting everybody. Uh, Najee Harris behind him. Like, this was the perfect storm. How many times, Corey, have we seen Alabama quarterbacks look really awesome? Do you want me to remind people what Mel Kuyper was saying about A.J. McCarron uh, coming out of Alabama? Oh, yeah, he could be a starter in this league. And, like, he's had, like, three starts in five years. He's not a starter. These Alabama guys, and I know I'm I'm, I'm going off here. <laughs> no, it's no I, don't know. I, I like where, it. Where are you on all like, Listen, this Alabama team is stacked, and people will say, well, Jay, you could say the same about Ohio State. No, you can't. It's not, they're not nearly as stacked. Alabama gets the best recruiting class every friggin' year. They do, and 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 that that's kind of. I mean, we can make the argument that even some 
You could same thing with Christian Barmore. Is he going to translate Najee Harris? Uh, and then you have to kind of start evaluating, okay, well, how high will Deontay Brown go? Was he that good of a guard? You know, how high will Alex Leatherwood go? How, you know, he was a, the Outland Trophy winner. So I think you have to start breaking it down to those parts and, and kind of evaluating it from there. And I think you make a great point from that perspective because we can't forget about Landon Dickerson, who was a spectacular center as well yeah. in the interior of their offensive line. But when you look at Mac Jones, the game that impressed me had nothing to do with this season. Much like Joe Burrow, if you go back to 2018, Burrow struggled against Auburn. And in the fourth quarter, the intestinal fortitude, he came out, led them down the field after just mm. playing horribly. And oh, the two pick sixes, that's right. Right, well, that, that was you're, you're exactly right with Mac Jones, but I was referring to the Burrow game the year before that when Joe Burrow had that happen against Auburn in 2018, mm. and that's the game that you just mentioned, Jason, the two pick sixes from Mac Jones, also against Auburn the next year, that kind of showed you what this kid had inside of him because he threw the two pick sixes, and don't forget that he came back and threw four touchdowns in that game, That's and they right. only lost by five. So I yeah. think that that type of performance, how does the guy bounce back? How are these guys on third down? You know, that's a big question. How many sacks do these guys take? Something that you have to evaluate with the quarterback yeah. position. You start talking about sacks, that's why teams have reservations with Justin Fields holding the ball in the pocket a little bit too long, getting on through that, you know, second and third progression. Those are things that big reason why he had the fumbles in 2019, uh, Justin Fields. This kid didn't put the ball on the ground much. Uh, Mac Jones in terms of fumbles. That's a big thing to look at as well. And a lot of that stuff kind of translates. So uh, and from an accuracy standpoint, he's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, how about uh, let's go back to defense real quick. There's a kid uh, from the Miami Hurricanes, Greg Rousseau, who. You know, every year I do a mock draft right after the actual draft. Mm -hmm. And last year, Russo was like top five. I had him. And then I look and like everybody else has him top 10. And this guy's a superstar. He opts out. And then he goes to test. And his teammate, the kid uh, Phillips, just blew him out of the water. It was like Rousseau had been sitting on a couch, not working out when he opted out and just thought he could coast into the draft. And I don't know what you're hearing about Rousseau, but there's a chance he doesn't go in the first round simply because his pro day was awful, even though his tape in 2019 was off the charts good. Absolutely. I think you're right on point again uh, with, with this whole comparison, Phillips moving up, Russo falling down. A little bit of a fallacy with us because we still have Russo eighth overall. Uh, and I think one of the things you have to be careful of when you're evaluating players, even in their pro days, everybody doesn't unwind the same. So some guys will be able to get mm. into what their movements are quicker. People tend to forget this guy's six, seven and he's 266 pounds. Mm. You know, you can't, and you know, one thing that, that, that didn't hurt him on a pro day was 11 inch, 11 inch hands. <laughs> and another <laughs> thing that didn't hurt him on a pro day was an 83 inch wingspan. And he ran under four, seven, he was four, six. Yeah. So, I mean, again, not an explosive with the 30 inch vertical, uh, the 4-5 shuttle says he might not be able to bend. You watch the video. The guy lines up over the center as a zero technique. He lines up as a three technique defensive tackle over the guard on third downs. You know, he lines up at both defensive end spots. Now, he has some room to grow in terms of secondary pass rush counters. You know, being able to have a second move after your first move is taken away. But he keeps guys at bay so easily 
with those with his arm length. And I think he's pretty good against the run, setting the edge. So he's a, again, he's not going to unwind as quickly as Phillips. But Phillips, you take him. Are, are you sure he's going to stay healthy? I mean, you're yeah. talking about a, a, an unbelievable amount of injuries. This kid's young. He's got room to grow. And I think you'll look back on the draft and, and your original mock that you had, you may end up being right. Yeah, I think that that's how it usually works. And then, you know, you get in your head when you hear all this stuff and see stuff and you, people try to influence you. But you're right. Usually the first instinct, my parents taught me that when I was young. Hey, follow your first instinct. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. Stay away from that kid. You know, he's, he's not a good kid. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to wrap up here with um, one more guy on defense. Just, uh, you know, you play defense in the NFL. I'm sure you've seen the stat, Jason Oway, another kid out of Penn State. Mm -hmm. And again, preface it, another kid who works with LeVar Arrington. Um, Jason Oway had zero sacks this season, and he's an edge rusher. And everybody said, oh, come on, where's the production? But then, like you said with Russo, you look at the measurements, and Oway tests like Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. I mean, the yeah, guy is yeah. a machine. And, and it's like, well, how do you handle that? And the best thing I had heard was, hey, Jake, go look up um, – I think his name's D Danielle Hunter, yeah, uh, yeah, who is in the NFL. He went to LSU and had one and a half sacks, and people were like, I don't see the production. Yeah, He's had a pretty damn awesome career yeah. coming off the edge in the NFL. So where are you on Oway and, you know, a guy with zero sacks who rushes a passer? Well, I think for him, uh, we, 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 we weren't as high as everybody else on mm. Oway, and I think that he can become a good player. But remember, let's go back. To Daniel Hunter, the guy you just mentioned, what round did he go in? Uh, that's the key. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think it was I mean, third, was exactly. it second, third, fourth. Somewhere. So that's where you've got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so you're going to say, is is Daniel Hunter one of one? I, mean, I think that's what you have to kind of. I mean, because we could go with there's a number of guys who've had good workouts that did not make it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do think from that perspective, there are some things I would have liked to have seen away have one more year with Sean Spencer. Remember, when Spencer was there, who's the, now I'm the defensive line coach for the Giants. That's right, yes. And, and I'm, 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 I know Sp uh, Sean, and, and I think he does a, a hell of a job. But when he was there, the kid had five and a half sacks, or five sacks the year before, and five tackles for loss or whatever. This year, you know, you, you may be adjusting to a new coaching style. That's something that might be a little bit different. But I've seen him uh, play all over the place. They've had him in a two-point standing up. Uh, I think he's got to speed up the process on some of the line games and stuff that you have to do in, in terms of being able to on the move uh, when they're asking you to do some. That's where the rawness kind of shows up for me. And I don't think he plays. I, again, I'm probably one of the guys that actually went to go see him play in a live game. You know, I've seen him mm. play live two times in person and never did I leave the game saying, wow. You know, that guy, you know what I mean? So sometimes he, he was a, he was a different <laughs> Right. And that's kind of what you were talking about earlier when you're putting on, even if you're putting on some, some video, you want to have a guy kind of stand out. Uh, not to say this guy won't turn into a pro bowler, has all the tools, uh, but he's got some, he needs some refinement. Yeah. Uh, all right, Corey Chavis, uh, obviously check out his Draft Nasty magazine. Uh, good stuff, Corey. Congratulations on your success and uh, enjoy the draft. Man, congratulations on all your success, man. I'm a big fan of yours, and keep up the great work, man. I, and I, I can't wait for the draft. I know you can't either. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Corey. Thanks. Thank you. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, 
and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.